Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on this episode of Band from Ringside, we're going to be talking about Braun Strowman versus Big Show. We'll be discussing the Shane McMahon Kevin Owens feud. We're also going to be just kind of generally discussing Dolph Ziggler's future in the WWE, the May Young Classic, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Brought to you by Soul Taco tonight on Band from Ringside. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast, Marks. I am your host, Bill Vagie, aka Up, Up, Down, Down, Left, Right, Left, Right, B, A, Select, Smark. <laughs> and to my right, as always, we have Zach, Two Beer Pullman. What's going on, Zach? Not a lot, man. I'm uh, real happy this temperature dropped, and uh, yeah, I'm lame. I just talk about the weather. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I am overweight, and this is like a big deal. <laughs> well, everybody's happy for you in that respect. And to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Not much, Doug. Um, while I got the mic, quick shout out to my boys. Uh, Kitchen-wise, I don't want to say the name of the restaurant, but Saturday night, we were down the street having some drinks, and ROH just happened to come on, and it was absolutely Comedy Central watching people that don't watch wrestling watch wrestling with me, so I get to kind of watch the wrestling and watch how they react to it. And it was all back-of-house guys? It was all back-of-the-house guys. Yeah. Shout out Mikey Slice. Thanks for uh, playing the podcast and making everybody <laughs> else listen to it. Everybody else, I can't, I'm not going to go into all names, but Mikey gets the big shout out because he makes everybody listen to the podcast. Nice. We like that. We like that a lot. Shout out to Mikey, Mikey Slice. Mikey Slice. Mikey Slice. Okay, everybody, we're coming to you from Shock City Studios in St. Louis, Missouri. As always, we have Engineer Sam, and Engineer Sam is helping along our our new engineer buddy, Engineer Andrew, who's going to take over Engineer Sam, and Engineer Rich is our favorite engineer, I'm sure of it. Uh, yeah, I'm without positive. question. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just ready to say we, the other two were just warm-ups hey, for Engineer look, Andrew. Look, like, it's just like football, you know, next man up. You know, Next man up, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but without further ado, uh, we should say that this episode is brought to you by Soul Taco. Soul Taco, they have uh, they have locations in the U-City Loop. They have location in Champaign, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, Columbia, Missouri, Chesterfield, Missouri, and two food trucks driving around the St. Louis area. So if you like yourself some delicious, delicious Korean-Mexican fusion burritos, Tox, quesadillas. I had two burritos the other day. Did you have two? Monday. In one sitting? Uh, or did you well, grab one and put it? No, I, I took them both home and ate one. So it was, two, it was two meals for you? Yeah. And Which you is very get, rare. You didn't get sick of it, did you? Oh, God, no. No, of course you didn't. <laughs> no. It's because Soul Taco's the best, guys. Uh, sponsor of BFR, friend of Band from Ringside. So check out Soul Taco, please. Uh, and now... Let's get going with yeah. our three count. JCB, what's the one count? One count, uh, we're going to go Braun Strowman and uh, Big Show in the Steel Cage, the main event from Raw on Monday night. Um, I think they said last April was the last time they had wrestled, and that was the ring implosion, enough, the, uh, the suplex from uh, Braun on uh, Big Show. Um, Superplex. Okay, I mean, I didn't think they were on the top. The top to me, the superplex is when both guys are on the top. Let's not get bogged down in details. Okay. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> <laughs> Braun and Big Show, they do have a good match. Excuse me, it's uh, it's a plotting match because you got two really big guys that are going to be physical, so you don't have a lot of uh, dies or whatever the case may be. You don't have a lot of uh, real big. Spots except for Big Show with the uh, the elbow off the top, four hundred five hundred pounds coming off the top rope with a flying elbow. I think that I would consider that a dive. Um, 
I go. I guess you can say Strowman wins clean. I guess there is no guess to it. Strowman wins clean off of a, a superplex before that. The uh, well, the superplex before. No, let's try it again. The superplex and then the power slam to end the match. Right. And then after the end of the match, he cuts a quick promo, basically telling Brock Lesnar, "This is going to be you here in like three weeks. Look at your doom. I'm going to putting be Brock in attention." Hey, look. I mean, he. Let's call it for what it is. He kind of slung Big Show around fairly easily for a 400 plus pound guy. And that's a good use of Big Show. Uh, Zach, did you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, Big Show did a great job of putting Braun over. And I mean, at this point in his career, that's what he should do. And it was great to see him, you know, use his old finisher, the elbow off the top rope. Yeah, no, it's been a while. No, they probably told like Carrie Hojo she couldn't uh, do that because it was Big Show's move. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> Step aside, but uh, to put the cherry on top of the cake is when Strowman threw Big Show through the the steel cage or whatever. Double right. reinforced. And, yeah, well, yeah, the dumb. ring was double reinforced. No, it wasn't. It was. It's to now. Here is the one true legit big guy in WWE. Kane's not around anymore. Undertaker supposedly he's not coming back. And now you've just put show on the on the uh the shelf for a little bit. So now Braun Strowman is I mean and we're talking like, you know, Brock is big. Let's get that off the off the table. This we're talking in the land of the Giants, quote unquote. It's Brock Lesnar and now everybody else. Cass is on the shelf for a year with his knee injury. You mean Braun Strowman and everybody else. I'm sorry, it's Braun Strowman yeah. and everybody else. Yeah. Anybody you can think of of the six nine six ten variety is basically gone. Braun Strowman is now literally, literally monster among men. I think that the most important thing about that match was that um, it probably put show out. It was probably show's last hurrah for a long time because I think uh, legit he's going out for a surgery for a while. Hip surgery. And if that's the truth, then he put it all on the line. I mean, he did his old finisher. Uh, he took that big bump through the cage towards the end. It made Braun look strong uh, going into the match against Brock Lesnar. What surprised me the most is how much they presented Braun Strowman as a heel. Now, I've I've been thinking about Braun Strowman as a tweener for a long time now, and maybe that's because he was in that feud with Roman Reigns for what felt like four months. I mean, if it was three or four pay-per-views. Yeah. Do you think, Two Beard, do you think of Braun Strowman as a, as a heel or a tweener? Or absolutely. As a face? I absolutely don't think of him as a heel. I don't either. They're presenting him that way, uh, and I think they're just trying it, kind of in the sense that they're trying to present Bobby Roode as a, as a face right now. It's just something that they're trying to go with, but he people love him. He's, you know, we talk about maybe Dean Ambrose being the most over guy in the company. I think you could make an argument that Braun... Uh, is the most over guy in the company because he gets huge reactions. And what he does is impressive. Uh, that bump that you talked about where he threw him through the steel cage, flawlessly executed. I mean, that is a huge man to not even bump a rope, touch the ring apron, just go straight through. Oh, yeah. After, you know, it was a decently long match. It was plotting, like JCB said. So I think it was 17 minutes. But a plotting match between t- two guys that size, is that's a lot of effort put forth on their end yeah and you think it might be simple booking to just throw like two big guys like that in the ring but i mean look at we had you know big show and cast and that was the most boring shit ever it really goes to show uh the quality of both of these guys that's a good point just a quick sidebar before we move on uh i was thinking about that well big show on the way over to uh pick bill up or whatever I wonder how we would look at Big Show if he was booked differently. He's, I mean, clearly he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. There's no question about that. But then he's had a lot of really silly, shitty storylines where instead of, you know, bowing down to Stephanie and crying at every turn, why not have him be more of a dominant big man? Because that's really what he, he was scripted to be. That's what he was intended to be. Better choice of words. I just think that if you... If you took some of the bad storylines in and put decent storylines into it, we look at Big Show differently. You wouldn't have crowds chanting for him to retire. Well, I didn't mean this to be a moratorium on Show's career, but it, I mean I do want to. I'm, I'm not. No, no, I, like, no. I just what, what like I want to say is they did Big Show a disservice over the last seven, eight years by flipping him face and heel 
to their whim to whatever worked that week. They kind of right. had Big Show at their disposal just because they knew he was so good. I said to you, as we sat in my house uh, an hour ago, I said, if this is Show's last match, if he is having hip surgery, and for a guy that size, having hip surgery is no it's small feat. No, it's like, a big deal. He might not ever come back and fight again. Right. And if that was his last match, having him put Braun over big and taking and doing a top rope elbow for a guy who's literally, I mean, not just in the not just on the program. I mean, he's probably four hundred pounds, even Easily. when he's thin. Easily. Um, for him to do that top rope elbow, for him to take that big bump, uh, he did it the right way. You're always supposed to go out on your back. And I said to you, wouldn't it make more sense for them to have a WrestleMania send-off for show just because he's been in the company for so long. It just might not be in the cards just because they couldn't have done it last WrestleMania because you can't have two big... Well, you can't have Undertaker and show both retire on the last show probably just because it's going to... Show is always going to be overshadowed. Exactly. Plus, they screwed up the Shaq thing, so... And oh, yeah, that's no, that's true. No, but the Shaq thing was supposed to happen no, last WrestleMania. Right. No, you're right. And but but the I tell you what, the match they had Monday Night Raw, if it was WrestleMania and it was in the steel cage, and that was the way the show would have went out, that would have been c- completely acceptable. I would have had no yeah. problem with that as whatsoever. a send off for yeah. Big Show. Yeah, it's just I think that health is the the biggest issue. And as much as I like to be entertained, I don't want to see people. You know, losing quality of life for me to talk about it on a Thursday afternoon. So if he's got to go, then you know he went out like you said. He went out the right way. He put Braun over, and and Braun is going to reap the benefits from this in three weeks. Absolutely, and Braun is the real effing deal. And he's young. It's not as young as you think he is. He's not like super young, but I mean, like he is. He has a career. He had a birthday this week, but that's coming up in the birthday section later. I want to see more. Don't you be, know, development. Don't be <laughs> I want to see more development of Braun in the ring. His promos are short and sweet. I wish Roman Reigns, or they would allow Roman Reigns to be more short and sweet like Braun is. But yeah, he's he's definitely on the way. What happens with him and Lesnar will kind of set the bar for what to expect from this point on. Okay, so real quick before we move on to the next count, um, early prediction: Lesnar, Strowman. I will always go with whoever Lesnar is not, but whoever <laughs> Lesnar is fighting. Yeah. So I'm going to go with uh, Strowman. Um, and not to be contrarian because of predictions, I just Lesnar to me is getting to be like Tom Brady. I got to see it before it actually happens. I, I think it's, it's, it's a little too early for Braun to become universal champion as much as he's getting this monster push. If you if you pin me down right now to say it, I would say uh, Brock Lesnar. He kind of reminds me of Kane in the sense of like Kane's debut. He got the title pretty early, and he was a monster. I mean, Kane scared me whenever I was a kid. Right? Like, yeah. I, was like, well, I mean, it, it, it tied in. <laughs> <laughs> it tied into the Undertaker story. So I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I just I, I just can't see it right now. I mean, we, Samoa like, Joe is still lost in the shuffle a little bit. We got to get him back. He's injured right now, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, once he comes back, then you know you still got range. You got Samoa. Joe, you got John Cena. I just, I think Joe's going to take the IC from Miz eventually. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of uh, of the same opinion as Jay Bell here that I can't. And you got to show it to me. I, I just can't pick. I can't pick Strowman against Lesnar right now. No, we're in the Show Me State. Yeah, so, so I got to see it. And you're from Illinois. No, I'm from here. Yeah, man, he's, oh, North, right he's North, on, County, man. Yeah. Oh, North County, baby. North County's in the house. <laughs> What's up, Hazelwood? <laughs> Uh, so that'll bring us to our two counts. <laughs> two beer, what you got? Two count, we've got uh, the continued rivalry between Shane and KO, which has taken, you know, quite quite the breakthrough. Yeah, it did. <laughs> there was an amazing promo uh, where we get to see Kevin Owens shine just as bright as a fucking star as he is. He's so good. He's like the North Star bright. <laughs> like, that's my dog. He's so good. Nah, he's a man. He laid out some fantastic, fantastic heel work in that promo, basically telling Shane that uh, he wished that he wouldn't have survived his helicopter crash, like his well, real-life helicopter crash. Right. Well, not so much he wouldn't have 
he wished he wouldn't have survived it, but it was your family would be better, better off, off if yeah. you wouldn't have survived <laughs> like, yeah. Damn. I saw that foreshadowing whenever you know Shane stepped forward and says, Don't ever talk about my kids, like don't yeah. mention my kids again. I was like, <laughs> Oh, he's definitely saying something about his kids. I say, Oh, this is the button that's gonna piss you off. So it go ahead. And they absolutely sold it. Uh, of course, KO says, you know, your wife would be better off, you know, WWE would be better off, and especially your kids would be better off if you would have died in that helicopter accident, I which think is he cool. You said your dad. Yeah, yeah, he threw Vince in there too. This was company. This wasn't the limo explosion. This wasn't scripted. Like it was a real helicopter cl- For sure. crash that he survived. And Shane snapped. Uh, they made it look great. Shane just freaked out. Uh, they made cr- everything look great except for Shane's punches. Still look like rabbit punches. Yeah, that- Shane's Shane's. As much as I like Shane, his punches don't look good. And they never no. have. He's he's not the traditional wrestler. I'll. He's the spot guy. I'll, I will allow that to slide. Sure. It's not the end all to be all. This is ultimately to, to put Kevin Owens back on the conscience of casual fans that have lost interest in Kevin Owens. And at least then we can progress to something, a new storyline, whatever that storyline is. As much as I like KO, they've kind of booked him poorly the last few months on SmackDown and on Raw. So now... It's kind of like the Shane McMahon elixir. You know, AJ was the, that guy last year. KO's that guy this year. Um, I'm sure KO goes over, but this, for me, my gut is just to say, is thinking this is just to get KO back on track, get him a couple W's, and then progress forward because Nakamura, I'm assuming, at some point takes down Jinder Mahal. Then now you've got at least a couple of uh, contenders for Nakamura at some point, and then hopefully the end game is AJ at WrestleMania. What do you think, Zach? So, I have a couple programs that could spin out of this, which is they fight at Hell in a Cell, which is going to be soon, or they take it to, like, Survivor Series, where, like, it's KO's team versus, like, Shane's team. Um, so, oh, I think they're fighting at Hell in a Cell. Um, yeah, I think that's I, better, I, but... He's ahead, mentioned the bumps. He's mentioned, you know, you jump off the cell, you know, you do it, you're basically a spot monkey is what he's telling him. So I think Hell in a Cell, it's the perfect way to end the feud. Um, and like uh, JCB said, I think Shane's going to go over. I'm sorry. I think KO's going to go over on this one. There's a possibility they could fight at Hell in a Cell, though, and not be in the cell. It's Never make it into the cell? No, just just did not be a cell match. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, but, you, you're getting ready to get personal here in a little bit. It, it's already happened. I mean, we got a, another month, maybe five weeks before Hell in the Cell comes It certainly around. feels like it's going to be in the cell. I would probably say Is there a possibility the that Nakamura Jinder Mahal is not in the cell? I could see that more than Shane not there's, being in the yeah, cell. Yeah, I was going to say there's but nothing. But Shane's already done the ultimate cell spot. Okay, but that doesn't mean he can't do another Hell in the Cell match. I mean... That's that's why Hell in a Cell was invented. That's why Hell in a Cell needs to go away. He's going to make sure it, it, that needs to go away, it needs to go away as a pay-per-view. The only reason that you should have a Hell in a Cell match is if it's going to be the end of a feud, the end of a blood feud. Like, seriously, like, okay, these guys have fought two times, three times, and they fucking hate each other, so it needs to end now as a Cell match. It needs to go away as a pay-per-view. I... <laughs> The only reason I disagree is that if you, and this is just WWE that doesn't plan very well two, three steps down the line. You could have made this a blood feud and gotten this to this point to where now you can really justify KO and Shane being the hell in the cell. Oh, no, I agree. I agree that uh, anything else right now, it, it doesn't really make sense. It's the only one that would make sense. Kevin Owens, my dude. Him saying that your family would be better off if you went died <laughs> in that legit helicopter accident that he was in a couple months ago is the type of heel work <laughs> that should be happening all the time. <laughs> that like really WWE doesn't do that much anymore. I don't. I don't think they want to do that. Or I shouldn't say uh, that. As, was, as of recently, the last couple of weeks, the two uh, the two Raws and this week's SmackDown has bought, has been really reality based storylines. Yeah, it's and been really good. So yeah, it's and, been, and, that, it's and that's been really all I ask. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna give these these guys scripts, then have it script off of real life and then kinda let it let the ball roll out and see what happens. The promos on the last three shows have been really good. The question is whether they keep that up or not. I don't think they do, but just right now they're on a roll, so I mean let's just see where it goes. All right. So next week we find out at the end of SmackDown last week that oh, Shane Bryan tells KO 
that Vince is going to be there next week. Oh, now, Vince hasn't been on SmackDown. Uh, my research guy looked it up. <laughs> <It's> Jason. <laughs> Vince hasn't been on SmackDown since August of 2013. Wow. And the, the last time he was on SmackDown was to promote the match or to do a, do an angle whatever for the match between John Cena and Daniel Bryan. So for Vince to come on, Vince doesn't come on TV very often anymore. It's Daniel Bryan, John Cena, CM Punk. Um, he came on Raw, the, the uh, show after SmackDown. Was that this year or last year? It was this year. It was this year. Yeah, it was this year after Roman came out and did the promo where they just booed him and he didn't say anything the entire time. Right. So Vince only comes out for top-tier guys. Him coming to SmackDown for Kevin Owens and him and Kevin Owens fighting Shane McMahon seems like a um, like an endorsement of Kevin Owens that we haven't seen. That's even more of an endorsement to me than Triple H having are handing Kevin Owens the championship against Seth Rollins that one time. Well, then, Absolutely, that's a it, tacit endorsement. Okay, but isn't that an indictment of what have you done, Kevin Owens, to this point that now you have to get the chairman of the board? I don't think they've done think Kevin so. Owens bad at all. He's been no, just because just because he had just because the feud between AJ and KO I wasn't was even, booked poorly. I wasn't even really going on that. I'm just saying and. Talking about Kevin Owens ran smack. Or, uh, no, Kevin he, Owens on Raw was not a good champion. They made he him ran. He, yeah, he ran from everybody that even came like, close. No, 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 no. He ran okay, the but, Raw. He ran Raw. He was the star on Raw. But he was booked so poorly that people really started to think that he was this scaredy cat villain instead of the guy that was on NXT I, that basically threw his best friend into no. the uh, the side of the ring to get to the, the NXT title. You you want you're trying to call him a chicken shit heel? Well, I mean, the, the shoe fits. Lace that bitch up. And now he's not a chicken shit heel. He's threatening to sue WWE. Okay, what, 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 what more? What more is more chicken shit than to sue instead of just? taking the whole show over by force. That's what he should do. What he's going to do is, oh, I'm getting my lawyer. I'm going to go sue Victor Manning and get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm talking about. What I really want him to do is sue WWE and win and actually have SmackDown called Kevin Owens live <laughs> for like two or three weeks. <laughs> as JCB sits in his raw as Jericho. <laughs> no, I, I, I will definitely disagree. I think like Bill does that he ran that show. He was the face of that show. I think he had a great title reign, even if he was more opportunist. I wouldn't call him Thank a chicken you. shit. I just think it was more opportunist and he would do anything possible to hold that title because it meant that much to him. I read it completely differently. I'm, I loved it when it happened. I look back on it fondly. I don't want to revisionist history that run because, I mean, that's one reason why he was as high as he was in the PWI 500. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah, he's three. He was three on and, PWI. And, and what was my knee-jerk reaction when I said it? He's probably a little too high. I think you're a little too high. I'm always that's high. Exactly that's what I was going to say. That's a really good joke. And that'll bring us to our three counts. All right, so the three counts tonight, gentlemen, and uh, this is just something. I I just feel like we need to have a general discussion about Dolph Ziggler. Um, Dolph Ziggler came out with the soft reboot on Tuesday Night Live, SmackDown like Live. Dolph one point five. It's like a. It's like a. <laughs> it's like Dolph four point seven. <laughs> it really is. So he came out the other night. Uh, he said. That uh, everybody doesn't respect what he does in the ring, so maybe they would like this. He came out as John Cena, he came out as Naomi, and he came out as Macho, Macho Man. Macho Man, that's right, yeah. The whole time saying, you guys like people that dance around, you guys like people that just scream at the crowd. And I can't tell if he was being meta there, because that's what he's always done. Yeah, it was... It was a little. It was a little bizarre, just to say the least. Go it was ahead. a bad reboot. So, but I, I love Dolph Ziggler, and I used to be one of the guys that always wanted to hold up the sign that said "Push Ziggler," even though I never made the sign. I always <laughs> wanted to be the guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> held up that of sign. You didn't want to push him that bad. Uh, but I think that Dolph Ziggler, 
this might be a hot take. Dolph Ziggler was fucked from the get-go because they named him Dolph Ziggler. Uh, second of all, he's not the best promo. He is great in the ring. So what do you guys think they should... What If you were fantasy booking the thing and you could come up with what they need to do for Dolph Ziggler, what would you do, Two Beer? Man, that is... That is really rough. You're putting me on the spot here. Um, I think if you want him to actually generate heat, I'm just flying from the fucking hip here. Uh, Ric Flair has said that Ziggler is the guy. He is the best in-ring entertainer um, at the moment. And he's a... Ric Flair's big Shawn Michaels fan. Ziggler is, you know, kind of in that same vein. And I think if you really want to get him heat and, uh, you know, he's going to pretend to be other people... Put him in the robe and have him come out as the fucking nature boy. If if, mul- if Multiplicity was a movie that starred Shawn Michaels instead of Michael Keaton, Dolph Ziggler would be the third one. He would. Adam Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole would be the 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 like the best copy. Adam Cole's the fucking man, and he's the most Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Who would be the fourth one that tries to shave his tongue? Um, Seth Rollins would be number two. <laughs> yeah, who would be number four? Maybe, maybe I'll give you a second on that. What do you think, JCB? I don't know. My biggest problem with this whole thing is it's not even with Dolph. This is Dolph's, I don't know if he came up with this angle or creative came up with this angle, but I mean, it basically speaks to the ultimate problem with Dolph Ziggler is that for whatever reason, he never got the push that he really got. Even after he got hurt uh, with the concussion being world heavyweight champion, they took the belt off of him, and then he basically went to mid-card purgatory until Survivor Series came here, and he basically took out the uh, authority with Sting's help. So right then, when I was there, I was like, okay, this is it. This is going to be the second big push. Dolph Ziggler's getting ready to get pushed. It's getting ready to happen. I'm, I'm excited. You know, nobody deserves it more than Dolph Ziggler. And it didn't happen again. So now we're back to square one again. What do we do with Dolph Ziggler? I don't know if you can do anything with Dolph Ziggler at this point. I you fucked agree. him up so much that now agree. it's going to take something of epic proportion to make people believe again. You release him and you send him to New Japan. I, I was saying, but, I was saying the Cody Rhodes. Look, yeah. ultimately, I think that's the way it's going to go. But I don't think there's any booking. Can you imagine that can help Dolph him out Ziggler in New Japan? I think he would. I mean, you, Juice Robinson is over in New Japan, and this is no knock against Juice Robinson. Dolph He's, Ziggler's heads and shoulders above Juice in the Robinson. ring. It's totally different. Can you imagine Dolph Ziggler versus Naito? <laughs> Fuck, man. It's any one of those guys? <laughs> okay. Be like fucking said, insane. If if this was Dolph Ziggler, his mini version of the pipe bomb, I'm all for it. Because this is basically what, what's been going on for a while. If this was creative, giving him another angle that nobody knows where it's going, then I feel bad for him. Because didn't, now, didn't Charlie Haas do this angle? Yeah, uh, something similar to it. And like I said, I don't know who's... If, like I said, if this is Dolph, then Somebody God bless him. Too. It wasn't just Charlie Haas. Ultimately, I think Dolph is just waiting for his contract to, ex- to expire. And then that way he can go off and do some independent bookings. He'll be good on the independent circuit. If he wants to go to Japan, he can go to Japan. So I, I love Dolph Ziggler. I think that he's been saddled with a terrible name that you could never become a mainstream star with the name Dolph Ziggler. It's a I mean, not a mainstream wrestling star. Maybe a porn star. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's no, definitely more of a porn star I, name it, than it is a wrestler come, name. Yeah. It's a terrible name. Okay. It's a name did, that did re- you, it's a did name you that or did you early... not mark out when he cashed in on uh, Alberto Del Rio? That has nothing to do with that. That has everything about. to do with it because his name was still Dolph Ziggler then like it is now. Yeah, but I'm a mark. Okay. I'm talking about, can he bring in the casual viewer? I'm a mark. I don't care that his name's Dolph Ziggler, which is short for Adolf <laughs> Ziggler. <laughs> Adolf, Adolf Zig- Ziggler Isle. is what his name His real name's supposed to be Adolf. <sighs> Dolph Ziggler. Will you give that to me? Oh, fair enough. Thank fair you enough. very much. <laughs> I think that though, I think that he left and he went elsewhere. Ring of Honor, New Japan. Fucking Glory Pro Wrestling. Shout out to Glory Pro Wrestling sponsor yeah. of the show. Yeah, I was about to say, that would be another good place for him to go. Oh, he'd kill it. He'd kill easily. it wherever he went. No, easily. He'd be one of he's the top just, stars. He's, he's, a, he's kind of a bad promo, though. But uh, 
I guess there's is the ultimate question there's, is yes, there's definitely worse. But if you're going, he, he's never going to be Aiden English at the bottom of the card, and he's never going to be. He's never going to be Samoa Joe at the top of the card. He's really never going to do that. That's what people like me want for him. And when he cashed in the night after WrestleMania, that's his. I marked out hard when he did that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's how you build. It's how you book him. But because I thought they would never do it. But then he kind of got hurt. He got the concussion. They did the double. They did a double uh, turn right with him and Del Rio at yeah. that. Um, where he turned face, or he, yeah, he turned face and Del Rio turned heel. That was a cool moment, also. It, it's like I, I feel bad for him. No, it, 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 it's the ultimate. Which is more important? Is it talent in the ring is more important, or is cutting a promo more important? They're both. No. Yeah, they are. Hulk Hogan is considered one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He is absolutely atrocious in the ring, but he can cut a good ass promo. See, you're talking about Hulk Hogan I'm just because saying, you were the, born in 1949. See, Nobody's yeah, talking about Hulk Hogan anymore, man. We're in a new fucking world. We're talking see, about everybody else now. Bullshit. But you, you get my point, okay? Yeah, I get your point. Look at um, Bret Hart. Bret Hart, okay, closer to your generation. That's a that's that's the exact opposite example than of Hulk Hogan, though, because Bret Hart was okay, dynamite but, in the ring. ring but... The, my question is... He's more like which, Ziggler in that regard. Okay, but he still got over. Dolph Ziggler's great in the ring, but he can't cut a promo. Yeah, Dolph you gotta, been you gotta over. be able to position them in the right in the right sense to get them to succeed. Ziggler's Otherwise, been over, though. He has. He has. And the, the two times that he was over the most, they fucked him subsequently thereafter. And That's a good be- as time as any to stop that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be the end of our three counts. <laughs> I was saying, get ready to get in your ass. All right, boys. Some odds and ends. We had Cena Reigns too this week. Uh, as I said to Jason earlier, this seemed like the Disney version of Cena Reigns one. <laughs> what? Because of the dick jokes? Uh, yeah, it was the dick jokes. It, just, <laughs> it, just, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as impactful, but uh, Reigns looked a lot better. I mean, I feel like uh, those dick jokes, like coming right off the cuff. I don't really think that uh, was scripted. I think I think that was just a nice little witty comeback. Yeah, and then sure. they they kept it going and started talking about balls after the dicks. Um, overall, that's probably why I liked it so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good enough for me. Okay, uh, we had good the uh, we had the uh, Finn Balor Wyatt promo. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Which. Uh, Pissed me the fuck off because I think that Bray Wyatt's so boring. Well, you've now. got a cult leader without a cult and a club leader without a club. Like, what are they going to yeah, do? Like, are they going to fight? Really great way to put it. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to fight for? You know, custody of Luke Harper. <laughs> <laughs> he needs somebody because I'm about to say he's on the side of a milk cart. Well, I ain't seen him in a Finn minute. Balor says, "I don't chase my demons because sometimes I become one." It's like, dude, you already became one. This shit's it, over. It's it's the the sad, pathetic attempt to try to put guys together that have nothing to do on the roster. I feel, I, I mean, Finn is the guy I feel bad for. I mean, Bray is just is pretty much off the reservation as far as I'm concerned. Finn ha- has some sort of, sort of staying power left, and if you keep fucking around, it's going to get to the point when people are not going to be interested in him either. Uh, Finn brought up this. Finn brought up that he was uh, that the Universal Championship used to look good on his waist. Do you think that Finn Balor sniffs the Universal Championship anytime in the next calendar year? Yeah, yeah, that's going to be uh, at some point. I'm thinking him and Brock are going to uh, are going to wrestle. My guess is. Uh, Next year's Royal Rumble. Uh, at that point, you'll kind of knock off all the other guys that were on the uh, that Fatal Five Way uh, match or whatever. Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, uh, was it Bray Wyatt? Uh, I can't think of who, who else was in that match. But anyway, basically one by one, Braun Strowman. You'll you'll knock them all off to where now, by process of elimination, Finn Balor will be the next guy in position to wrestle Brock. And like I said, my guess is it's at the Royal Rumble, but there could be that that 
group of people that are still saying that it doesn't look realistic enough that Finn and Brock can be in the same ring. So I don't know. I probably shouldn't have said the last, the next calendar year. I probably should have said the next 12 months. In the next 12 months, do you see Finn Balor challenging or taking the Universal Championship? Yeah. I feel like he's got a challenge. I mean, he has the, um, I don't know if at this point, you know, he doesn't necessarily have the contractual rematch or whatever, but as far as like, you know, a spiritual successor, like people are going to want to see him fight for that belt. He was the first universal champion. And, and, and he I was going to say, if you want to get down to the story of my person, I don't think he had his contract, contractual rematch. So, I mean, if you want to pull that ace out of the hat, you could do that. That's a really good point. All right, guys, let's do some quick hits. Uh, we're going to have the women's four away. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to quick because I was talking about Jason. <laughs> it's going to be Sasha versus Alexa versus Nia versus Emma. Emma is now in that match. Whatever. What do you think about it? It's. It, Emma's there to take the pin. Now, who pins Emma is the ultimate question. Um,. I would really have liked to seen a a one on one, whether it was Sasha versus Nia Jax, Nia Jax versus Alexa. Now we're just we're making this more convoluted than it really what it needs to be. Um, Are you saying that you didn't want Emma there because you wanted to be a triple threat? <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't talking because I know I know that you guys think that I'm no, Mister no, no, Triple no, no. Threat. Like I, I say, want every match look, to be triple threat. Look, Mister, uh, I love the NXT five way on two oh five five way on Tuesday night. You don't get, we'll to, get talk. to that. You don't get to talk. I was saying it needs to be a one on one thing. Though. I can't believe it. <laughs> You're Mister Triple Threat. It should be a one on one match. And just for whatever reason, we're just creative is stuck on just one storyline at a time. So now you can't set up to matches like the way you should two beer yeah i mean i agree to a certain extent i do think that they will spin this off into a decent one-on-one program i'm thinking um naya pinning emma mm-hmm. i can see that being probably the most likely situation yeah for sure. and then you have the naya alexa thing that should have happened forever ago especially now that she kind of turned on her friend i guess they have to stop tweeting uh, about their ride-alongs together. Yeah, I was going to say, they had the angle where they were it looked like they were going to wrestle, and then all of a sudden, Night is like, okay, I'm going to protect you, so my interests are taken care of. And then they became friends, and now they're enemies. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's all so convoluted. They just can't stick to a storyline and see it all the way through and then go on to the next storyline. It's annoying the way that they write the women's stuff in general, the way they book it, but it's also annoying how they script them. Mm. They sound like fucking middle schoolers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the the guys don't sound like middle schoolers. I mean, like Reigns and Cena dick and balls jokes aside. Right. Uh, but, I mean, they sound like grown-ass <laughs> men. <laughs> but, I mean, they sound like feuding fifth graders. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, when... Uh, Sasha walked up on Alexa and, you know, kind of got into her face, you know, I'm going to make you tap out of screen. See, just then do it or just shut the fuck up at this point. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, just to stick with the uh, car, oh, stick with the women's uh, stuff. Uh, Carmella lost to Natty when oh. Ellsworth inter- interfered. And then uh, Carmella cut a very nasty. Very nasty, nasty promo. Woman. Very nasty pr- uh, promo on Ellsworth. And uh, <laughs> this should happen weeks ago, but go ahead. Uh, and then I thought, okay, cool. Maybe Ellsworth is gone, or maybe Ellsworth they'll find something else for him. And then they get back together in the middle of the show, and Carmella kisses him. So I'm sorry I brought this up. I don't want to talk about this. Thank you. Uh, Move on. <laughs> that, was say, that was just horrible. Move on. <laughs> Looks like we're going to have Dillinger and Baron Corbin had a pretty good match on SmackDown. They're yeah, pre- that's that's okay. a pretty good match for that's both okay. of them, com- considering their main roster performances thus far. Um, and it looks like next week we're going to have AJ Styles versus Ty Dillinger in a U.S. Open match. We're going to have a better match. Yeah, uh, I think Ty Dillinger doesn't get a lot of the credit that he kind of deserves, especially in the ring. Uh, see, here you go. Uh, uh, where, where, where was Rusev this week, by the way? Did we see Rusev Probably on TV? Banging a super banging hot wife. Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my pro Rusev stuff, man. <laughs> no, I was going to say, it, it's going to end up being Baron Corbin is going to interfere in this, obviously. There's just no way that you can't inject him into this uh U.S. Open uh, match or whatever the case may be. It still should be a good match, but ultimately Baron Corbin is going to get into this and 
kind of ruined the deal on it. Maybe we get to have a triple threat between Baron Corbin and Ty Dillinger. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Do book it for next week. Ten. Ten. <laughs> ten. <laughs> Thoughts on that? Two beer? Uh, nothing that really wasn't already said. Uh, I'm excited to see AJ Ty. I think uh, it's nice to see Dillinger and things besides dark matches. He was one of, uh, always like a, personal favorite of mine on uh, NXT even if he wasn't incredibly like relevant I still enjoyed his screen time so I'm happy to see more of it uh, we had Randy Orton versus Nakamura great match it was a great match this was the match that and I said it on Twitter that if Nakamura was going to start making people the the fan that doesn't understand the Nakamura hype, if they're going to start to get one over, this was the match to do it because Randy is somebody that you can work a strong style with, especially the way Nakamura works his strong style. Randy, as much as he's had a really crappy year, he can still go in the ring and he can still put on a good performance when he had to. He made Nakamura look good. Nakamura comes out stronger than he did coming into this match. And like I said, to this date, I think this is the best match that Nakamura's had since he's been on the main roster, period. Main roster, yes, I agree. Yeah, I'll agree. Uh, the Kishasa is uh, super protected. I mean, it's almost as protected as uh, Singh Brothers' interference. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, it was really great to see that match. They worked it well. Orton is doing his job again at this point, like in his career, 13-time champion. Uh, you know, he used, grew up as the legend killer. Uh, you could argue that he is a legend at this point. And oh, yeah, for sure. He should be doing these kinds of things, putting over legitimate talent. Can you think of anybody else, or I, I know you probably can't think of it. Has anybody else ever beaten Cena and Orton clean within four weeks? Besides Cena and Orton themselves? Yes, I mean, at the, I mean, somebody who's beaten Cena and Orton at uh, it does it. Uh, Brock, I mean, Brock, I guess has he done that within four weeks of each other? Well, not probably oh, four, not four weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, I was getting. I mean, say Nakamura that. Nakamura has knocked out Cena <laughs> and Orton. They're making up for creating a shitty fucking character. Yeah, and and this is once again it kind of. It goes back to my initial point. If you did it right the first time, you wouldn't have to come back and try to do it. You know, within four weeks of now, you know, re reaffirming the fact that Nakamura is a general badass. So early prediction. Mm. Nakamura, Jinder Mahal, Hell in the Cell. Zach. Fuck. Good. Yeah, I need a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would like to see Nakamura take it, but I still don't think they drug the whole Orton gender thing out with a bunch of Singh Brothers interference. I mean, they had the fucking Punjabi prison and there was still, I mean, there was great Kali. I think there's just too many factors. I would like to make an informed decision and kind of look and see if they're doing that India push where they are going to go into India and do a tour of India. I don't think the belt's coming off gender until that happens. I mean, it could come off. Unless they want him to win it. Win it, yeah. I was going to say, unless it, yeah, I was just going to say, unless it comes off of him in the interim, um, and then I mean, I mean, India's in Asia, so I mean that would be a good main event. No, no, I, India's India's no, in Asia. I think it's in Africa, right? No, you're what def- the definitely fuck, wrong. man? Are you serious sure, right no, now? I'm pretty sure India's. I think it used to be called Zaire. Uh, Myanmar, Christ. guys. No, that's Burma. <laughs> I think you're talking about Burma. <laughs> good lord. Um, uh, real quick. Um, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Aiden <laughs> English went over Sami Zayn real fast. The uh, Shakespeare of Song. What, what's, what's the other one? I, like? I obviously can't sing like Aiden yeah, English. Uh, or Sam the Engineer. I, I, yeah, as I was say, we, we heard Sam's little uh, cut before he came in. That was real nice, Sam. We also beautiful. heard uh, JCB's white person impression, and it sounds like the scientist from The Simpsons. <laughs> You're it's welcome. fucking great. Um, Sammy Zayn is just, he's a throwaway. I don't want to say a throwaway, but it, I, there is nothing. Once again, you're, it's, he's going to be the, the modern day Dolph Ziggler. You've, you're going to fuck him over so many times that nobody's going to even believe that there's a possible run, even in a mid-card run at some point. Definitely not a world title run. I disagree. I think they'll rebuild them eventually. I don't know what they're doing. I think they're just trying to build up A in English or some shit. Like, two fluke wins in a row against Sami Zayn is pretty weird. I heard Cena's hot on him. I heard, like, they're buddies. Yeah, that's what 
Yes, that is what my friend within the company has told me. What, well, him and Aiden, the English are, uh, are, yeah, are buddies? Yeah, Cena and English are, Cena's real high in English, and well, they work out together and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, there was a five-way match to see who was going to be the number one contender at No Mercy against Adrian Neville. Cedric Alexander. Free Cedric Alexander. <laughs> Cedric Alexander knocked out all three other competitors with his finisher, and then... Um, What's his face? Enzo came up and rolled him yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. What's his face? Enzo came in and rolled him up to become the number one contender against Adrian Neville. Any thoughts? It's going to be a damn shame when I'm going to have to stop watching 205 Live. <laughs> you got to stop watching it? No, I've said, I've said it. No, I've said it, I said it last week, and I'm going to stick to it. The, if they have put, put half... black guy? What, if you want to get there, yeah, yeah. Then let's let's get racing for thirty seconds. You got one of the better wrestlers on the roster who is black that just jobbed over He's to great. Enzo Amore. Are you serious right now? Enzo's going to get a title shot and probably win before Cedric Alexander even gets a shot. Get the fuck out of here! If you to put half the energy that that they put into this Enzo angle into the entire roster of two hundred five live. The whole show would be better. But now you're going to have Enzo beat Neville, with the, which should never, they should even be in the same ring. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Bell has just passed out. Holy shit. And somebody called the EMTs. He's, just, he's on the floor. Somebody pick him up. You're not that upset about Cedric Alexander, though. It's 205 Live, man. I'm that upset about Cedric Alexander. All right, he, he, he deserves at least a title shot. They did him right, though. Cedric Alexander, he, he eliminated ate, the other three guys. He, but he looks strong. He looked he looked stronger than Enzo did because Enzo sat outside the ring the entire who, time. Who, who ate the pin? Anyway, who ate the pin? Go Adrian Neville, please. I, I know who won. Okay, uh, that's what I'm saying. Enzo's not on the Neville level, and we of all course, know it. But but that's that WWE logic that he's going to end up losing to Enzo at No Mercy. Uh, another thing before we go, um, I got real caught up on the May Young Classic. Uh, they put the right two gals in the finals. For sure. I think so. Yeah, I was going to say, both are signed, so they, that way you've got... They got Sane and Basler yeah, in the finals. And like I said, both are signed, so you got... Hopefully you take that mistake away that you did the first time around in the Cruiserweight Classic. Now, from that point, you could book it any way you want to. I wouldn't have a problem with either one winning it. My knee-jerk reaction is to say that uh, Sane is going to win it, but it's going to be a real 15, 20-minute, you know, back-and-forth kind of match. I didn't get to catch up, so thanks for the spoilers, guys, but no, it's fine. We just said totally, I'm shit. just joking. Uh, I didn't get to catch up, though. A couple things. I really liked the format of the Cruiserweight Classic better where they released it as a weekly show because mm-hmm. they already have so much fucking programming, man. It's like so hard to keep up, especially when you have a wrestling podcast. Right. I mean, am I right? You're uh, right. Am but, I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? Uh, so that and uh, Shayna Baszler, I wanted to say last week, I could see her taking it because of the Ronda Rousey and yeah. I forget... Uh, I forget Roddy Strong's wife's name. That's terrible. But uh, that whole four horsewomen angle, I can see Ronda making her appearance. You know, I think that's going to be one of your Survivor Series. That's kind of why I can see uh, Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler losing it though, is because she's already probably set up for something, and they might as well put over Carrie Sane. Sure. Instead, yeah, well, for sure. The right two gals are in the yeah, finals. There's though. no, there's no question about. And it. I'll say this though: I watched a bunch of matches today. And um, there's lots of talent in the May Young Classic, and not not talent, you know. I'm not, yeah, just, I'm, not I'm not being a I'm not being a bro here. I'm <laughs> saying there's lots of wrestling talent. Oh yeah, for in sure. the May Young Classic, for sure. like you could see a bunch of those uh, women showing up on the main roster and they at could some point do a great job of injecting like the fucking I'm almost thinking that maybe they're going to try to do like a women's only show or something like the way they did with no, the, they no. did the cruiserweight stop classic it. then they did 205 stop. I, stop we should I could totally see it stop it I, it would be I would I would be totally okay with it I think it would be great no I don't think that they should be separate from the main roster but I'm just saying like if you had a women's show that wasn't total divas uh but Side note, we should go watch Shimmer sometime because it's in Chicago, and for a sure. lot of those girls came yeah, from Shimmer. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say, a good friend of mine, uh, the general, swears upon it. So. In some other news, Donovan Dijak got signed to WWE this week. 
apparently, frenemy of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> no, frenemy of the show. <laughs> he yeah, was, was the first guy we with us. first guy we ever pissed off. <laughs> uh, we asked him we for picked a, the, we, we picked the biggest motherfucker in the in the we whole asked room. Him for a picture. He didn't look very happy to give Not it to at us. All. And then Jason handed them a flyer to make him hold during the picture. <laughs> Do we have that picture? Yes. We should put it up on I'll, the website. I'll post it on Instagram. We'll right put now. it on uh, Band from Ringside on Facebook. Friends of BFR on Facebook at BFR Bill at BFR Zach at BFR JCB at BFR Pod. Um, birthdays going out. Bam Bam Bigelow is fifty six this week. Oh, Raven, quote the Raven, <laughs> fifty three. Uh, Molly Holly, Molly Holly. How you doing, Molly Holly? Sankara slash Unico 40 TJP 33 Braun Strowman this week is 34 Xavier Woods only 31 Black don't crack baby <laughs> No he's still young enough to do that everybody <laughs> Hey everybody for Shock City Studios Check. for Engineer Sam for Check. Engineer Andrew Check. for Chris Denman Check. for Soul Taco Check. for Jason Cornelius Bell Holla. for Two Beer Zach Pullman I am Bill Vagan. This is Band from Ringside for everybody on B Hills. Rabbit fever, middle of the night. I'm a believer, down for a fight. Get home from work and throw some cool gummy sweats. It's an experience once again. Cause when we get up and go, and when we lose our control, we're banned from Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.